Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Silver Screen Scoundrels, where we talk about everybody's favorite movie, poss- favorite pastime, the movies, possibly um, our final episode. Oh my so, God. we are Stop your hosts. It. I'm Colonel Bob. And I'm no longer the glue, Ian. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for that riveting intro. Uh, thank thank God things didn't get, get awkward quick on here. Thank <laughs> God we're also joined by Derek. Derek, how's it going? Oh, I'm just watching Mommy and Daddy fight, so... I'm not. I don't want to fight. I'm not fighting. <laughs> Nobody's fighting. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. I'm. I'm really glad to be here. Not your fault. <laughs> He's rude. He's rude. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited so to be here. Actually, we're actually here to talk about the new Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. Oh, the new one? Because yes. I watched the. I watched the one no. with John Leguizamo. So actually, I'm glad you bring that up. I, I do want to start off with a little little controversy that was brought up. There's a few things before this movie. I forgot that he out. was in the old one. <laughs> there's a few things. There's a few things that have happened. Uh, when the first trailer was released, everybody just took a big, hearty Cleveland steamer all over it because Chris Pratt is not Italian. How do you guys feel about all the the backlash that Chris Pratt was getting for being um, an Italian plumber who's not really Italian? It was annoying. Yeah, I agree. I think it was silly. People have got a hard-on for hating Chris Pratt lately. And I think no matter what he did, he could have put on an accent. He could have not put on an accent. Every time Chris Pratt gets hired for any role, people come out and start crapping on it immediately. So I was annoyed, and then, and then they enjoy the movie. So it's it's dumb. yeah, yeah. It, it's really annoying. He literally can't do anything. He thanked his wife for the birth of their son or their daughter, their their baby, and everybody's like, "Oh, oh, well, you're not, you know," because he said thanks for a healthy baby, and his first child is um, had some developmental issues, and everybody's like, "Oh, look, see, he doesn't like his he doesn't like his baby that's not perfect." <laughs> yeah, people are stupid. That is stupid. So there was that. There was all the controversy surrounding that, which is ridiculous. Um, I guess I could kind of understand, but at the same time, like he's a cartoon character, so I I don't know. I don't know. But the other end of that argument is um well not even the other end of that argument. There's a whole new uh there's a whole other issue in general, and that's what. Uh, Derek and I were talking about this the other day. John Leguizamo is pissed off that uh, more Latinos weren't cast in this movie. Refused to, to watch Italian the movie. Plumbers. <laughs> yeah, that that's ridiculous too. So but now it does make sense because he was in the uh, he was in the other one, so maybe he's upset since he was in the other one. He didn't. Yeah, yeah and I one. get that, and I get that. But at the same time, he was he was a Hispanic man cast as an Italian plumber's Italian brother. Yeah. Yeah. And that was ground. That was this thing. We were kind of groundbreaking. You know, we were casting more Latinos, which I I'm 100 percent for diversity. I agree that you know if you have and the I opportunity, you absolutely should should be casting more people of mm-hmm. color, more people with diverse backgrounds. Everything. I 100 percent believe in that. But to say that they made a mistake not casting more Latino actors to play Italian characters is just a silly statement. If he would have said there should have been more Italians, 
I think that would have been a better argument. If he would have said that they should have cast more Latino actors just in the movie in general, not necessarily for Marley and Luigi, that fine. All for it. Agreed. 100%. They should make sure. Isn't there a Latino superhero movie coming out? Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean we get one, Bob. That doesn't mean they only get one. You've got your movie. You've got one. No, I'm just I'm just saying like I'm just saying that it's it's it, it is diverse. Movies are diverse and everybody's getting their own. They are better than they are much better now than they have been. They, they, I think that Hollywood still has a lot of work to do with diversity, but they are trying. Um, but to Ian's point and to Bob's point, I think that John Leguizamo was just probably disappointed they didn't ask him to come back and be in this movie, and so he couldn't well, just say it hurt too. my ego. He had to he had to give a reason why. In my opinion, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. I don't know the man personally. Maybe he truly believes that they made a mistake by not casting more Latino actors. I think it's a silly argument to make. (laughs) So before we get into the movie, because we are going to get into the movie, I want to know. And I'm going to start with Bob. I want to know. Who's Bob? I see a colonel. (laughs) I'm going to start with the colonel. (laughs) Colonel, do you have a favorite Super Mario game? Hmm. Do you have one that you play more than others, or your go-to? I think if or... I, if I if I had to pick one that I played most, it would probably be three. Oh yeah, that's a good choice, Derek. What do you think? What's your fave? Uh, or, we just one that you we you we talked about this. We talked about this before the movie. I think uh, the you and I did, Ian, and and mm-hmm. I agree with Bob. I think Super Mario Three is the best of the Mario games. But I think that there is a very close second in the new Super Mario Brothers that came out for the Wii and the Nintendo DS, which was basically yeah, was just fun. which was basically yeah. just an updated version, like with graphics of sure. Mario Three. It was essentially the same game. I, I I'm kind of nostalgic for Three because it was in an awesome movie. It was like the main game in an awesome movie called The Wizard. Yeah. So I always thought that was neat. I was like, I play that. Well, also I wasn't big on <laughs> Two, and so. Like, I love the first mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers. I didn't love the second game because, you know, it was completely different. It's kind of like Zelda. I, I, the I think inc- 2 started off as a completely different game, and then, like, halfway through, they changed it to Mario. Yeah, it yeah, it was a completely different game. So I think 3, because of the, because of 2, is even better than, or, or came off even better than it actually was. Not that it wasn't a phenomenal game, but I think Super Mario 3 is is probably the best one that they've ever done. I can agree with that. I like a lot of them. Like, I can play. I can play any of the Mario Karts. I love Mario Parties, mm-hmm. all all of them. Um, some better than others, obviously. I've been playing the new Super Mario Brothers Deluxe or whatever that is that was on Wii U that they ported for Switch. I've been playing the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. And um, three just holds a special place in my heart because I was, you know, I was born in the '80s, grew up in the '90s. <laughs> And uh, three is what we played a lot of. Like I did, I did play a significant amount of one, but three was always my go-to because you know three was just so good. The whistles and mm-hmm. um, the new like the feather, and you could fly. There was all kinds of, and then there was like that frog suit. There was all kinds of like. Did good three stuff introduce the boot? The boot, I think. Where you like hopped around in that big giant boot? Yes. Was that three yes. that introduced the boot? I love that yes. boot. Yeah, I love that boot. I love that boot. Where's the foot? (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, the, exactly. There's so much like memorable stuff about the third one, and I will still play that to this day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mario 64 was very innovative because when the 64 first came out, I didn't have one, and I, I'm sure you guys will remember, but they used to have a 64 that they had in Walmart in the electronics mm-hmm. department, and it was before like demos got really popular. So uh playstation one had demos you could play but then like 64 like had the whole game and most of the time when we went up there it was either banjo kazooie or it was mario 64 that would be in there and we would just sit there for hours and just play these games in walmart as kids <laughs> as like I remember 12 that. 13 year old kids oh yeah so uh that was always that was always fun like people coming over is like hey you guys gotta go we'll buy something <laughs> which we 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 did neither one of those things um so those those are uh those are fun fun memories to have but i mean th- three is always going to have a special place in my heart i gotta say it does for you too i gotta say the movie did an awesome job at paying homage to every game like there was there was tidbits of every game in the movie which i thought was very awesome and great detail and i thought so too like your background shows it right there like mario kart there's rainbow road right there Mm-hmm. there's the characters from from the game so let's just dive into the movie at this point um what do you guys think overall bob did, did you did you like it love it did you want some more of it i did i loved it and i do want some more of it i want him i want him to create this world this nintendo world i think would be amazing <clears throat> okay. if i had any flaw in the movie i, I wish uh, mario and luigi would have been together a little bit longer because I thought it was a cool dynamic. They were, I thought they were really cool together. But that that would be my only flaw with the movie. The movie itself, I thought was amazing. Derek, what about you? Did you love it? Like, um, I really liked it. I, I can't say that I loved it to the extent that Bob did. Um, just because the the fact that they separated Mario and Luigi so early on uh, bugged me more than a little more mm-hmm. than it did uh, Bob. I think uh, that really bothered me. I I don't know that they had to have Bowser capture somebody in order for them to get Mario to go on this quest. I feel like they could have easily just given Mario a hero moment where he's like, no, we have to help these people. We've, we've failed at everything we've ever tried. We have to help these people. And I think they could have been together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like that. I, I liked a lot of what they did. I think that the story was a little flimsy, but I wasn't expecting a lot out of it. Cause you know, it's a Mario movie. It's, it's made for kids. But right. I, I did. I really enjoyed it. I thought the voice acting was great, especially Jack Black. I, I cannot get Peaches, Peaches, Peaches out of my head. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first time and, we did it was hilarious. And even though, which I missed, I was so annoyed. I missed that whole scene because I got yeah, up. Yeah, Derek got up and went to the bathroom. Got up and go to the bathroom. And I missed the first thing. I can't wait to go watch this movie again so I can actually see the little bits that I missed. And went and got some snacks, which, by the way, oh, <laughs> you. What? I'm just kidding. I was, <laughs> oh, I was like, I, I was waiting to see what the OU was for. Yeah, I went and refilled my drink. No, well, you missed that whole scene. I know. I know. I was you, tired. Like, I'm old. You came back and I was like, I was like, you missed it. You're like, what? And then later, uh, the after credit scene had him doing it again. And yeah. uh, I said, I said, man, that was the best part of the movie. Yeah, there, there was a scene in there where that happened. You missed it. You, you, should be you know, you know the real voice of Mario. I was can kick you, right? 
Yeah, was he the uncle or yeah, whatever? He was at the, the no, he was, uh, no, he was, he was the, the dad. one playing the the dad. Oh, I thought he was the one playing the game. I thought he was the, the one game playing the game. game that turned around. Yahoo! He played two he played two parts. Oh, cool. And he, he was the dad. Was his main part. I'm glad. Well that's that's kind and of I cool. am too. Because that was yeah. one of the complaints is that you know they got I love that Chris Mario Brown. was playing a regular Nintendo. I thought that was cool. <laughs> and he had posters of all Nintendo games on his wall. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it was a fun movie. Majority of those games. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. It was a fun movie. I I liked it. I did not love it like Bob did. I uh, I did like it a lot. I agree with the points that Derek made. I don't think it was necessary for them to split up him and Luigi. Also, I need to say something. Can I say something? Can I just say something? Luigi's one of my favorite characters. They made him a whiny little bitch. I was, I was, for the I thought first it was part of this movie. I was a little frustrated about that too because Luigi's my Until favorite character end. as well. Not your favorite. I like I like Luigi. I always wanted to play as Luigi, um, so I was a little bummed out that he was <laughs> well, like he that. Still as well. persevered through. He saved the day in the beginning, and he saved the day at the end. At the very end. In the beginning. Oh, sorry, I'm being heckled. I was going right to say now. nobody can see her from on screen, and you look like you're. Talking how do you know it's her. how you know it's her, Derek? You're talking to a ghost. Mm-hmm. I heard her. <laughs> ooh, ooh, it's a lady. Yes, a lady. <laughs> Shelby disagrees with me that he's not a whiny little bitch and everything. Apparently, she brings up Luigi's Mansion. I said, be he persevered through and got through three of those. So <laughs> he cleansed those houses. This house is clean. I said he wasn't shrieking the whole time. I mean, he, he had to do that in the sequel. Yeah, that would be really cool. He's a hero. Hero. I would love it. Fastest man alive. Best fuck boy. <laughs> Sorry, I like Luigi. I, I think they could have done him a little bit better. I, I don't. I don't agree with him getting captured. I did think that uh, Charlie Day's uh, shrieks as those skeletons were coming up by the guy were funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Each time. What I love uh, it, talking about, like the the haunted mansion stuff, when the when the skeleton comes back to life the first time. Because mm-hmm. everybody that's played a Mario game knew exactly what was going to happen when that <laughs> yeah. when they like the bones scattered, Correct. and he got all excited, and you're just sitting there like, oh, and then the flames light back up in their eyes. Oh my gosh, I thought it was hilarious. I thought I, I really enjoyed that that scene. <clears throat> it, I thought the voice acting was really good. I love the voice. I was going to bring that up because there is there is one person that's getting a lot of um, praise, and Chris one Brett? person that's getting oh. a lot of hate. And the one that is getting a lot of hate is Seth Rogen because he played Seth Rogen, which I thought oh, was fine. I, I laughed hysterically great. when Donkey Kong got right up to camera and it just Seth Rogen's laugh came out of his mouth. Yeah, I thought I, it was, I loved it. You, it, it fit it fit Donkey Kong perfectly. It did, and I have to. I was so frustrated that I've seen so many people complain about it because you hire Seth Rogen to sound like Seth Rogen. He's not a voice <laughs> yeah. actor. If you hire yeah. Seth Rogen, you want him to sound like himself. That's that's Yeah, the Mantis sounded just like just like him too. Yeah. And so did Bob. Yeah, the the that's why you hire Seth Rogen. He's not going to give you some nuanced voice acting performance. That's not what he does. He's going to sound exactly like he did in Superbad, exactly like he did in Pineapple Express. And I thought exactly it was Exactly how he does in real life. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. great in Donkey Kong. He was perfect. Yeah. And then, um, of course, Jack Black is the one that's gotten all the praise because as he Jack, should, because I didn't hear Jack a lot. I didn't, of the I didn't hear him, and also 
in the Jack Black is just like, you know what, from now on till the end of my days, I am Bowser. He showed up yeah. to the he showed up to the premiere wearing a Bowser inspired jacket with like flames on. The, oh, on the nice. Cuff. He had like the little spikes down the back of his jacket. He was doing a strut down the down the red carpet. He released a video awesome. for Peaches where he's got a like a Bowser style costume on and like a pink mm. round shaped room like a mushroom. I, I love sent me that video. I love how much he's just like, yep, this is just my personality from now on. And he it's just perfectly, it. man. It really does. So yeah, if, voice if I had I to say anything negative about any voice, it'd probably be Cranky Kong. I thought he sounded too young. He Whoever did sound was. a little young. Who was it? Was that was Fred Armisen, right? The yeah, was no Cranky Kong. I like Fred Armisen. I thought it was a fun voice, but he did yeah. he, it wasn't what I expected him to sound like. You know who hates Fred Armisen? Who? I wouldn't say hates, but he's not a big fan of his. Trent is not a big Fred Armisen fan. But Trent is Fred Armisen. What do you mean he doesn't like Fred Armisen? <laughs> yeah. They're the same Maybe person. That's why he doesn't like him. <laughs> just, just imagine Fred Armisen from anything, and then look at a picture from his bachelor party, and tell me that's not Fred Armisen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, printed those pictures out, by the way, of Trent uh, at his bachelor party. And I was oh. showing him the other day. So why do you have those? That's amazing. Did you have anybody that you really didn't care for in the voice cast, though, Ian? No, I didn't really have anybody I didn't care for. I thought everybody did fine, honestly. I even thought uh, Anya Taylor-Joy was good as Peaches. You just peach. Sorry, I know. I know. I'm gonna call her peaches forever. I'm not gonna be able. I'm gonna. The kids are gonna play Mario Kart, and I'm not gonna be able to focus on anything. I'm just gonna be thinking about peaches. Well, Derek, the thing is, like, when you left to go take your potty break, um, and that scene comes on, it came out of nowhere. Right. There was no build up. It did. It It was was one scene. It went to the other, and he was just. It just cuts to a room. He's playing piano. There's no build up. (laughs) Yeah. So. uh, so you need to go back and watch it again, or at least watch that one scene that you missed. I will. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take the family to fantastic. go see it. Allie really wants to see it. Of course, the kids really want to. So, yeah. um, I'll definitely be be checking that out again. So I'll, I won't have. To, and also not at like ten o'clock at night because, like I said, I was tired. I had to get up and move around a little bit, or I was gonna fall asleep and miss it anyway. So I'm bummed that no, I missed I that scene. I understand that. But yeah. Um, I, to Bob's point that he brought up earlier about hoping that this does that this keeps going, it's sitting at four hundred and twenty million dollars, almost four hundred and twenty-one million worldwide right now. Yeah, it's so it, it's it's doing incredibly well. Yes. I, I said before this came out that if the word of mouth is good on this movie, it'll be the biggest movie of the year. So we'll see. The year. We'll see if, we'll see if that That's holds. Bold statement. I know, but I you know Mario is a recognizable IP. Um, it's from yeah, it, it'll do good in every country. Yeah, it's from I a studio. It's from a studio that's known to put out hits with a with mm. a stellar voice cast and word of mouth going, and also the um, the advertising campaign, the marketing campaign going into it. The trailers look great. It, it I, I yeah. think that this will have legs, and also even though it's got a pretty uh, and a know rough how to critic use them. score, yeah, even though it's got a rough critic score right now. Uh, the audience really? scores through the roof. Yeah, because you know, look, critics, film critics, people that that is their job professionally. I think they have a hard time understanding the movie they're going to see. Now, is this movie perfect? Absolutely not. And I'm going to rate it as such when we get to that, because I have a couple of little qualms with it from storytelling wise. But this is a movie for children, 
And what I think that critics have a hard time understanding that they need to not bring their highbrow ideals into a family movie because that's not what it's there for. This movie is there to entertain kids and be nostalgic for people our age. That's it. And I think that it succeeded on both fronts. Well. Okay. Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah. I I agree with you. I think it uh, it's it's getting harsh. Good. All right. I'm gonna be honest. I did look at the critic score before I watched the movie, mm-hmm. and I did see the audience score was like in 80 high 80s early 90s and the critic score was much lower mm-hmm. and that was like in any format like that i looked on the critics score was much lower than the audience and that's fine honestly like that's who i usually look for anyways the audience score on most things i i do like looking at the critic score but sometimes i scratch my head i'm like how the fuck did they come up with this being a great movie right yeah yeah or vice versa sometimes. and then i've i've done that plenty of times yeah that's true that's that's fair as well, but so you guys would be happy with a sequel. One hundred. I would love a sequel. I would Not love a sequel. I think uh, I was about uh, Don- to say. Donkey Universe, uh, Link. That'd be awesome. Yeah, the fact that Peach mentioned that there are so many worlds and universes within here, I think that they have the idea that they want to set up a a, a shared universe and and a just a, a lot of people thinking the sequel will be galaxy based. I hope not. Because I hate I Mario Galaxy. I think that that game... I, I didn't play the second one because I really didn't like the first one. Um, you hated Mario Galaxy? I really didn't like it. It, it was just... It was the... Um, I didn't really play it. I was just it kidding. was the gameplay. It, 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 you know, it was the controls. I didn't love the setting of it. I, I miss the, the more... My favorite Mario games are the standard platformer. You know, we're going yeah. across the side. That's <laughs> Those are my favorite. So, Which I love it when they did that in the movie. They did it a couple of times, and it they, they did it really well. Yeah, yeah, I thought that part was cool. I forgot to mention that toward the beginning. beginning Although I did think it was funny, he was too. doing all that, and he couldn't, he couldn't go through the the course. Yeah, that's I, was true. Like, I thought they were going to tell me like this came natural to him, but he he really struggled. But that's because he there was stuff that he didn't know what was what, so he was still confused on a lot of stuff that he was seeing when he started the course. Yeah, I think. And the nostalgic callbacks and the little things that are put in there specifically for people that know these games were were great. Like I said, the thing with the little with the skeleton coming back to life and and Luigi not expecting it, the the tiny mushroom where Mario gets so excited because he knows he's going to be big when he's fighting Donkey Kong and instead time turns into, you know, teeny tiny little Mario. Well, I was going to say there was a lot of nostalgia in it because like you said, a lot of like the audience knows what's coming and as soon as he picks up that mushroom, we all yep. who have played the games you're like, that's not the one you want. Yep. <laughs> Which, so. there is utility with that mushroom in the game. There, there are times where that mushroom comes in handy. It does. It really does. But not I, when I you're fighting agree. Donkey Kong. That's very true as well. Well, I don't really have a lot more to say about this to be honest with you fellas. Surprise. I don't know. Surprise, surprise, the ratings. We can go into it, Bob. You want to kick off the rating? Yep, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Derek, guest of honor. I don't know if honor is included there. Guest, I don't honor, know. Guest of dishonor. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. 
I really expected Bob to go higher than an eight and a half because I would say that this for, for nostalgic purposes alone, this movie would get up to an eight for me. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it a seven. Boo this man, Bob. I know. Every every week this happens. Every week. I think everybody's gonna go a little bit lower. I don't know why I expect Bob not to give anything and anything less than a nine or a ten. But yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing out of it. Okay, well take us out, Ian. That has been our review on Super Mario. Please follow us on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Instagram, Facebook. God, there's so merch. many social medias. I always forget that. Merch. Just follow us I think on that merch. means follow us on merch. Yeah. Check out our merch store as the link is on everything. And with uh, that being said, Derek, thank you again for guesting on our show. That's not your show. Um, appreciate you being here again tonight, buddy. Thank you for having me. For the Colonel and myself, we are the Silver Screen Scoundrels. And as always, so long and good night.